to The Villain Was Right, the podcast where we look at movies and TV from the villain's perspective and dare to ask, were they really all that bad? I am your host, Rebecca Reeds. And I'm your host, Craig Fay. And today we are joined by a uh, host of the uh, From Superheroes podcast and uh, our uh, wonderful producer, Andrew Ivamy, everybody. And I'm your guest, Andrew Ivamy. <laughs> hey, everybody. I was going to throw in a good friend. Oh, and, and good, good friend. friend. And good Why friend. Why not, Craig? Good friend. Why it was not? it was implied. Okay, He's good. Got, I was I, like, are you, is he going to say it or not? I, I <laughs> felt it in the room tone. <laughs> <laughs> I feel comfortable here in yeah. my own home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh my god. Well, and today we're talking about. Um, uh, Danger Zone. No, sorry, Top Gun. <laughs> Pardon me. <laughs> fuck it, it's Danger Zone. It's, just it's, fuck it's it. the, the Danger, danger Zone. zone. Baby. Um, we were and we were both talking before this about. I have a count. They do it. They do it three. They they play Danger Zone a minimum of three times before they even do the credits, man. <laughs> <laughs> like I yeah. have never seen a movie in my life play a singular song that much. Sure. Are you sure it's not just how long that song is? I oh, I no 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 I swear to God I it plays more than once more really? than once and I. I, I don't know why I envisioned this. I think this is so stupid, but I thought it was so funny just in my own mind is I just pictured one guy in a sound booth just turning the volume up or down on repeat. <laughs> like it's just the songs just playing on Pete and he's just turning it up and then turning it back down Absolutely. throughout the movie. Because I think both <laughs> you and I went into this thinking the same thing. It was like, yes, Highway to the Danger Zone is it the song good. from Top Gun. We yeah. all know that. But I sort of assumed that that was the song that they played over the end credits, like you know, at, like or at the or, climax, yeah, like or, that's yeah. the like. Oh, that's now now we're yeah. both. It's like, well, you know how "Kiss from a Rose" was in Batman Forever, but it wasn't really. They just played it yeah, over the thing. Yeah, yeah. That's what I thought, but nope. Right off the bat, they're like opening credits. It's <laughs> that got me really pumped. Yeah, it, honestly, it plays "Highway to the Danger Zone" at. At a level and consistency as if it's the sequel to itself and that was everyone's favorite thing from the first one. <laughs> it would be like if Rocky One started with three renditions of Eye of the Tiger to be like, you don't know people love this moment yet. Uh, you need to we... wait until people enjoy this song in the movie. I love that. That's, that. That song is the first thing introduced in the movie other than possibly Airplane. Yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I associate that like, song much more than airplanes. Yeah, before we see Tom Cruise or anybody else. They play that is. song so much, we haven't even talked about the villain. Yet. I know. <laughs> We're a few minutes in, we have not we even have talked about it. Song. We haven't even brushed up against uh, it. So, for, so quickly, for those of you who maybe haven't seen the movie or need a quick recap, basically Top Gun is the plot of uh, Maverick, played by Tom Cruise, is a fighter, uh, fighter, a jet fighter for the uh, U.S. Navy uh, who gets recruited into an elite school called Top Gun, where they learn to dogfight and everything like that, where he meets his uh, nemesis, Iceman, who is also wants to be the best pilot. Ooh. Um, <laughs> what the, an evil guy. What an evil guy. <laughs> what a terrible monster uh, of a person. <laughs> Maverick falls in love with his uh, his one of his instructors, uh, and during a tragic training accident, his uh, co-pilot, Goose, dies, and he has to overcome that in the last five minutes of the movie. 
And later, I would like to raise the question, does he? Does, does he, he overcome oh, that? Absolutely. We're asking that question. Does but I guess we'll ask, uh, we'll throw this to, to our guest, Andrew. Who do you think the villain of this movie is supposed to be? It, there's so many, but it is 100% Maverick. Fuck you, Maverick. Oh, Fuck you think you, it's Tom supposed Cruise. to be Maverick? No, I think it's supposed to be Iceman. Right. Yeah. It is Maverick. It's absolutely. supposed to be Iceman and also the concept of accountability. Yes. That's the other villain of this movie, which is oversight and accountability is what they want me to dislike. I, yeah, I would say anybody yeah. who wants you to follow orders, which is a weird thing to say for a movie about the military. Yeah, that is very odd. That's a, normally one of their sticking points, isn't it? <laughs> That's the big thing about the military. The thing they really care about. (laughs) It's one of the top things. Yes, I believe so. I haven't read the documents, but I think it's it's up there. It might be up there. I I think they probably uh, uh, follow orders more than they go to war. Yes. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Very much so. Yes. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Although I will say I love how because uh, I would agree that I think it's supposed to be in our minds that ICE is this like is is the the guy that he's this underdog is supposed to defeat in the end. You know what I mean? Supposed to be better than. First of all, why is it? Why is every villain ICE? <laughs> I have <laughs> never I have never met a guy named ICE that this is gonna go good. <laughs> <laughs> how many human people <laughs> have you met named yeah. ICE? I mean, at least a couple. Jesus what? Christ, that's too many. Really? Oh, frankly, I, one would be a lot. I've <laughs> never met a real person who's. There's got to be more villains named Ice. I'm almost positive. I mean, I think if you're, yeah, I think if you're giving yourself nicknames, wasn't like it Ice, one of the guys from uh, Hocus Pocus? Wasn't he trying to get his name Ice? You, do you remember that? He's I like shave, shave ice into the back of my head. Really? <laughs> I'm almost positive. Okay. I watch that movie a lot. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm a deep hocus pocus. Yeah, uh, that's uh, I'm going to de facto go to you on the hocus pocus <laughs> knowledge and assume you are very but I'm much pretty correct. Sure. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Was okay. it Iceman in the X Men? He was a good guy, right? Yeah, he's a good yeah. guy yeah. in the X Men. Okay. Yeah. okay. There you right. go. Uh, it's a mixed bag with the ice. It's a mixed bag. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, mixed bag eyes. A mixed, yeah, mixed bag. <laughs> there's some crushed. There's some cubed. You all, don't know what you're going to get. All I'm trying to say is I don't think there's going to be any villains named Goose. No, true. <laughs> I think I think Ice is probably, like, that would be my go-to. If I, if I heard Ice, Maverick, and Goose, I could guess who the bad one is. Right. I think I could guess. Uh, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah played by the, uh, the great Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer. <laughs> Sweet we, baby Val Kilmer. <laughs> Kat and I sat down after this and we had a great conversation where we asked each other, what is Val Kilmer famous for? I, I, <laughs> I think this might have been one of the popping off points. Tombstone's so. a big one for him oh, as well. Okay. Yeah, Tomb, yeah, yeah, tombstone's yeah, yeah, yeah. up there. But like this is a big popping off I point for this. Val did you, Kilmer. Did you ask yourself at any point if he's supposed to be attractive or not? I, I was the, like, is he eighties hot? I don't no, know. No, I think he is. I think, you think all he of is? them. Yeah. Okay. Because like now that I know where he ends up, I can't unsee him now. Mm. So I cannot revert back to this this idea of maybe he was once hot. Really? Yeah. Even like looking at him like shirtless in the shower scene in this movie, not, you, nothing. still nothing. Just 
nothing. Still nothing. Nothing. And I'm I'm not even saying like he's that attractive a guy in this yeah. movie. Like he's he's in shape and he's a good looking man, nah, but he's dude. meant to be like jarhead hot. Like he's got none that bad not Tom Guile from Street none Fighter haircut. You want to know why, Rebecca? <laughs> because this movie is the most homoerotic movie <laughs> that has ever been made. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know I'm not the first to say it this. is. It is pretty. Uh, they're broing down pretty hard. One of the, one of the other actual villains of this movie is just repressed repressed homosexuality. Like that is it. If they just oh, let yeah. it out, they could probably get past there, a lot. There of is one guy that talks about. He's like, and I actually really appreciate this when they're talking about when they get first get introduced to the idea that they will be dog fighting. Mm. One guy leans over to the other one. He's like, I'm getting so hard right now. And I was like, that is something I would 100 percent whisper to somebody sitting beside me. Like, I don't think I've identified with somebody so hard so quickly. Wow. I was like, I am this individual. I am this person. Wow. But <laughs> Oh, yeah. So but to that point, that scene, yeah. like the, the volleyball scene, whatever gets held up as like this is oh. crazy but but the scene where they're just like all mating for the first time yeah. they're in the room uh-huh. and they're like this is what this school is gonna be and like guys got arms around each other and they're like turning around like making eyes at each other oh i, I like was that. just i like that i like that scene no it's a good scene i'm just <laughs> I like, like I, I thought it was a great scene no it's a great scene but it's just like it's Moonlight was more subtle than oh. this yeah, movie, yeah, yeah. Is, is what I'm saying. All right, yeah. It's just, yeah, that, that's the thing. There's because, nothing wrong with it. At it's one just... point, Tom Cruise, uh, Maverick, locks eyes with Iceman, yeah. and they hold a gaze. And, yeah. like, and then very sheepishly, Maverick just has this, like, and, like, yeah, turns away. That's what I mean. Mm. And Goose is like, what are you doing? And Maverick's like, I'm just wondering who's the best. I'm like, are you? I think you are, but you've decided it's him on nothing other than you like that face and those eyes. That's fair. Yeah. You know nothing about these human beings and you're just staring one random man in the room deeply in the eyes, wondering if he's the best. I like that. That's uh, you're asserting your dominance. I like that. There's nothing more dominant than a little giggle and a smirk. I'll tell you that. You can take me over. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. We found, we found Rebecca's energy, and apparently it's... I want it's, uh, it's a locker room full of fighter jets. Yeah, it's it's fully hard in a debriefing room yeah. <laughs> yeah. trying to figure out who's that. the best. Uh, I, I want, really, I really, I'm a competitive spirit, and I really appreciate that that scene. I really want to green Fair screen up. you into this scene now, where it's just <laughs> everything plays out normally, and then a close up of Rebecca just being like, "I am so hard right it's now," just, and then <laughs> and then the rest of the scene plays out normally the, without <laughs> addressing it. Just. Oh, fuck, bud. So yeah, fucking Yeah, I was going right to say, I'm like, I can see me just in the corner sipping a coffee being like, oh, yeah, bud. You're not even. Yeah, bud. You're not even in a fighter uniform. <laughs> it's just you in a flannel shirt. Yeah, just escalating my yeah, yes. buds louder and louder oh, God. as the scene goes on. <laughs> if anybody in there can edit in Rebecca saying, yeah, yeah bud, bud, into this scene from Top Gun. Ooh. Oh, my God. I want to see that so much. 100%. Bad. I love uh, that scene. It was one of my favorite scenes of the whole movie. I'm going to be honest with you. It's good. No, it's a good. And the other thing I will say is this movie works somehow. Oh yeah. It, it, like it, it pulls, still it pulls you in. It's still fun all these years later. I think it I think it's Danger Zone, man. <laughs> like anytime it would fly a little <laughs> low, you know what I mean? They just kick that beat back up and I'd be right into it again. I'm like, "Oh yeah. 
<laughs> we're going. Um, I, I think part of the other thing that constantly sells me on this movie is the permanent amount of sweaty that everyone is. Oh, yeah. In like an air-conditioned yes. briefing room, like mm-hmm. there's permanent dew as if they're disarming a bomb on their face as it drips down. So no matter what the stakes are in any given scene, I'm like, oh, it's so intense now with they're the sweating. sweat, with oh, the sweat yeah. dripping down. I love how they tried to sell Ice as a bad guy. <laughs> oh, God. He's he is the best guy. He is so even keeled. He's just like, we should have safety and rules. And he and, he, and at no point does he like step in front of Tom Cruise. That way. He's like, hey, is this guy going to be okay to go out there? That's basically how he words it. He's like, is he going to, have we checked in on this guy? Because yeah. he might not be mentally stable. If, and if if you yeah, and if you actually just look over what his lines of dialogue are, it's like like it's stuff like the enemy is dangerous, but you're more dangerous because you're reckless. Yes, and it doesn't matter if you like the guys you're flying with. Whose team are you on? Mm-hmm. And he's yes. like he's like he goes every time you go up there, you're putting us in danger. Yes. Every time he said something, I was like, preach. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was just yelling, preach from yeah. the couch. I was like, yes, everything you're saying is accurate. You are not a bad guy. Like, he even, like, even, like, when Goose dies, he comes in. He's like, I just wanted you to know I'm really sorry that this has happened. Like, you know what I mean? Like, the, everybody it, liked Goose. Every, yes, yeah. everybody liked him. And that was a beautiful moment. That for was me. a beautiful moment. That I'm like, that That's I'm like, Iceman's supposed to be the villain of this movie, but he's the best. He's the most level headed. Yeah. And even in this moment, he's like, Goose shouldn't have died. Like, well, so I just, I love Val Kilmer. <laughs> like, I just, <laughs> I, have a, I have a spot for him in my heart. I just, uh, kiss, kiss, bang, bang. Right. Ever since that movie, I don't know why that's really sold yeah. me on him. Okay, um, so you have a spot. Was, you have a, a spot for him in your that. heart, yes. but, uh, but, but not, but not but in that. No, heart. no, no, nowhere south of that. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. It stops at the heart. <laughs> You've lost that loving feeling. Uh, it was never uh, there. Uh, <laughs> I assure you, it was never there. To be fair, I don't think Val Kilmer would have me either. <laughs> I think we're probably both too old for each other <laughs> <laughs> oh okay well yeah i don't fair. i actually have no idea what he's doing with his personal life i'm just oh okay i thought here. you knew something i, know, I didn't, I didn't so i was shots. gonna breeze right past it just take a shot just take a wild shot just take a wild shot but uh yeah so Iceman is for sure like the voice of reason in this but like let's go back like to the he's, very beginning and and let's let's see just how reckless Maverick has proven, which is this very first mission that we see him. uh, One, he flies within two meters, they say later, two meters of an enemy MiG upside down. It's like there is no way that any pilot in the world would ever fly within two meters of somebody if you don't already know that you're flying in formation. That guy yeah. could have gone up at any minute and crashed the jets. You know what I mean? That's, some, yeah. that's something you could do if you're a member of like the Blue Angels performing at a Super Bowl halftime show. Exactly. But not with an enemy MiG during the Cold War. Like He could have popped off the Cold War by wobbling his plane a little. Yeah, or they both hit turbulence and they smash into each other. It's or... also, I think, most importantly, unnecessary. <laughs> <laughs> at no point is any of this necessary. Yeah, it's okay, not like it's he's like... like it's just like he's just doing it to be a dick. Yeah, it's not like they're like, "Oh, where is he?" And then all yeah. of a sudden, "Oh my God, we're right on top of him!" Quickly yeah, yeah, take yeah, a yeah. picture. It was like, "I'm gonna do this and fuck you." Yes, it was. All, it, it's all a big finger. The whole thing's a yeah. big finger. Let's do it up. This guy's insane. And he leaves his wingman 
Yes. To do it. Yes. Who then, Cougar, who then, yes. who then proceeds to freak the fuck loses out. Loses his mind. Loses his mind. This is a train. He, he gets real sweaty. I think he's the sweatiest of the whole he, team. Yeah, yeah. At least then I'm like, you're reasonably sweaty. Yeah. <laughs> this situation is getting sweaty. Yeah, we need, we need you to sweat. But yep. this is a trained Navy pilot, and who we learn is actually the best in the squadron. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. He is better than Maverick. Yes. Uh, but bugs out, freaks out, can't mm. land his plane. Mm-hmm. To be fair, I don't think that guy probably would have made it further anyway. <laughs> if no. that's your reaction to this, then maybe, you know what I mean? Like, it's probably not going to go good later. Right. Yeah, the fact that Maverick is so unhinged from reality is of benefit to him in this scenario. Yeah. To a certain degree. Yeah, Cougar is a better pilot because he is a sensible human being <laughs> who saw a MiG too close and was like, I'm not ready for the Cold War. Let's go home. Which is a fair argument. A yeah. very fair <laughs> argument. <laughs> no, we're, I think Cougar made the right argument. point. But I, And I just want to follow up on this, is the next point, which is like now Maverick takes it on himself to save the guy, yeah. to save Cougar, by not landing his plane first as ordered. Instead, he lifts back off again and like, talks him down yeah which on the surface seems heroic but when you think about it even a little bit it's the dumbest <laughs> fucking thing you can bit. do because okay first of all why would they want him to land first because it's an aircraft carrier and there's one runway yeah. Yeah. so if the second guy smashes into it you can't land yeah, yeah. right you're gonna have to ditch at sea two what are you going to do from being in the air that all the other people who are on the radio and the other guy in his plane can't do for him? Yes. I, if, if These are all great points. <laughs> These are all excellent if you're, points. If you just need to talk him down, you can do that from the ground or, yeah. or the, the ground floating on water in this scenario, but you, the, the metaphor stands. Or the other guy in the cockpit who's trying to talk him down. Yeah. But what Maverick does is, no, just follow me down, which is a much... I don't fly planes, but that's a much <laughs> that's a much harder maneuver to match speed and altitude yeah. uh, with another plane and go down rather than, say, land a plane, which is probably the second thing you ever learn as a pilot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, the movie starts with a man that we sh- that should have already been kicked out of the Navy off screen before the movie begins. Like yep. ma- before the movie begins, <laughs> Maverick has done some shit because yeah. it starts with like the lieutenant corporal or whoever it mm-hmm. is, the guy on the boat being like, you did that flyby. You did this. You've been reprimanded. You are not doing well. I do not want to send you to Top Gun. But apparently. <laughs> they have a fucking quota to fill per boat so he's like I've gotta send you to Top Gun but this is already a wildly irresponsible decision from me even if he is number two send number three send (laughs) mentally stable number three yeah oh yeah because this guy's on Hinged. Yeah. Okay, this guy's unhinged. His relationship with uh, with Blondie there um, what's her name? Charlie Charlie Jesus Christ, oh, yeah. I would have been out the door so fast. 
when he has like a oh I, I think this is the moment that really really bothered me because I was like there's no way this would go down in real life this is insane when she reviews his maneuver in front of the class and says like he shouldn't have done it and uh, it's not safe yes, yes and yes. then he leaves on his motorcycle and is like I'm not speaking to you and then zooms off she fo- somehow somehow follows her in her car for some reason okay because I'll tell you if you're a man and you do that shit to me you get your whiny ass away from me okay I'm not having this yeah. okay and somehow okay talks him down and through what I can only describe is movie magic they have sex after that I don't know how that happens oh th- yeah they treat Charlie so bad the first she shows up as an instructor first of all he hits on her at a bar which and is fine. Which and 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 he doesn't do it in a very cute way. Like the the whole sing song thing he has with Goose. I like, I like that. Okay. That's, like cute. That's, that's cute. Like I do have questions about it. Like, do they teach everyone this song in flight school? Prior uh, to this exact day, yeah. Yeah. no one in this room knew each other. Also, have either of you ever been serenaded? No. It seems like it would be super awkward. It, it seems is bad. the worst thing of all time. Um, I do not like it. I do not know why people are peddling it as a way to communicate romantically. It is the most uncomfortable thing I've ever been party to. First of all, where do you look? Do I look at you? Do I look, you know, longingly at the window? Like, I don't know where I'm supposed to look. And then, like, is this... You look inside at your soul at all of the decisions (laughs) that led you to this point. You know what I mean? And, like, you're not... uh, it's not like these are professional musicians. They're laying it, de- laying down tracks. It's always some guy with a guitar, and we're in his room. And I'm like, can we just get to the part that we both want to get to? Okay. <laughs> Why must we do this to ourselves? Okay. Why? This is for you alone. This is private emotions that you should have on your own and not in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. I don't care for it. That's, um, the, yeah. The only thing that I care for out of this, serenading, always a bad call. Always. Don't but do it, man. Don't do it. They did resolve like three of the issues with serenading, which is that he didn't need to finish the song. Yes. And also, it didn't need to abruptly end. The ability for the room to uh, pick up yeah. where he left off, and then they didn't finish the song either. The fact that someone else grabbed the mic, mm. carried the next lyric or two, and as a room, cohesively and without words, they all agreed that they were going to slowly fade out this song together, which was kind of beautiful in a certain way. It was way. beautiful. I was under the the assumption that they were just like slowly moving away from them. Yeah, so the they were singing somewhere else. They were yeah. singing in other areas of the <laughs> bar. But uh yeah, they know they cheat Charlie so bad. So the first time they meet outside of the bar, yeah. Uh she's like, actually I'm your instructor, so you need to listen to me. And then he immediately undermines her authority. Oh, and he's a, he's honestly he's a dick when he first meets her because she goes, uh oh, so you're a pilot? And what does he call himself? He goes, No, no, I'm a I'm a naval aviator. <laughs> like, buddy. Okay, you, we could take a seat. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. you are a pot like nobody comes up to me like, oh, so you're a comedian? No, I'm a joke technician. Like, like what the <laughs> fuck? You know what she's talking about. Just say yes. <laughs> yes. Just boat say pi- yes. Boat pilot. Yes. Yeah. Boat pilot. Jesus. Land, land planes on blo- boats. Yeah. Yeah. So people get too big of a dick on for their own jobs. It drives me crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, and there's another point at which, yeah, he undermines her too. He undermines it, everyone. Oh, That's his character. <laughs> the, one of the themes of this movie, which is a theme of every 80s movie, which is a hate for 
authority, oversight, and just a general tone of, I am a white man. Why doesn't everyone implicitly understand that I am the best at everything, <laughs> despite having never shown you proof that I am competent at any of the skills I am telling you I'm the best at? Yeah. Like, that is every 80s movie with Espe- an authority figure. Especially fan. with Tom Cruise. Have you, yeah. every yes. Tom Cruise 80s movie, he's the exact same character, it feels like. He's like, kind of shitty, kind of whiny, like, yeah. I do what I want, like, da-da-da-da-da, and for some reason he gets away with it in, 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 in somehow. Well, I'm, I will say this. If a less charming actor had played this role, I think we all would have hated him. You think Tom Cruise is charming? Yeah, absolutely. I think he can be, but not in this role, because I no. still hated uh, him. You know no. what? If I had watched it in the 80s, though, I feel like I would have a very different feeling towards it. Because so, yeah. I'm like, I have very much that, like, every time I see him, I'm like, oh, Scientology. Like, I just, mm, like, sure. I, I immediately put that in my brain. So it's so hard for me to move past that idea because like, the entire time like anytime he acts crazy as a character I'm like oh, he's probably like he's that he's probably like <laughs> that yeah. but well, I would say no but if you had picked somebody who is harsher yeah. like he, like Tom Cruise's charm takes most of the edge off but he's still unlikable uh-huh. but you could have cast that totally different and this would have been unworkable as a movie because nobody would ever root for him I can get behind that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. like like picture um uh Nick Nolte or something in this role, right? Somebody with real crazy eyes. Yeah. And you're like, I fly too close to buildings. You're like, get this guy <laughs> out of an airplane. <laughs> he is a serial killer. <laughs> we need to stop him. Yeah, you're not a cocky young kid. Mm. You're nuts. Like yeah. that could have easily been played. Uh yeah. But so he he does you're right. He he does sell it a little bit, but part of the reason why I still think this character is just the worst and I hate Maverick and Iceman is the best is because any other movie would have one where he's like I'm playing by my own rules and it and I also am the best at this legitimately. Yeah. But Iceman is also legitimately the best without breaking any rules. Like if Iceman broke the rules, he would be god mode unstoppable. The fact that near the end of Top Gun School that Iceman is still in the lead yeah. and has never broken a rule <laughs> is bonkers. Iceman is the protagonist. He is the best pilot. Yes. Yeah. He Iceman is the guy who's like I've never lost at chess. And then and then fucking Maverick shows up and just lights a chessboard on fire and he's like I'm equally good. I won too. Like no, you need to play by the rules to win. I mean, and he's winning. And at yeah. no point does he try and like at least I don't feel that. At no point does he directly try and undermine him. Cuz normally if you have like a like an evil character like like Ice should be throwing throwing obstacles in this guy's way all over the place, but he doesn't care. He's just like, hey, could you be a safe person? Like, we're all here. We're all trying to learn, essentially. Like, this guy's kind of a nerd a yeah. bit. Like, he's kind of like, Because uh. at, at one point, Maverick, uh, in that, like, first dogfight at Top Flight School, at uh, Top Gun School, uh, afterwards in the dressing room, Maverick is like, I won. I'm the only one who won the thing. And then Iceman calmly comes in, as Iceman does, and goes to his locker and is like, actually, we're the only people that won. You got the point, but you broke the rule and we didn't. And then Iceman's just like, I'm going to shower today. Yeah. And Maverick <laughs> cannot handle the concept that someone else also won yeah. without breaking yeah. the rules. And can we, so can we talk about that first flight? For a minute, because mm. this is okay. so telling of how the rest of the movie goes. 
During this first flight, they're flying around, they're in a dogfight, and they've got the hard deck, right? So that's the altitude mm. which they cannot go below for safety for reasons, right? Yeah. But at multiple times during this dogfight, Goose says to Maverick, the pilot, by the way, the best pilot, supposedly some of the top pilots in the Navy, he says, look out for those mountains. <laughs> 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 that's the sort of level of confidence that's that goose I has that. I didn't pick up on, that. on his pilot funny. like i lose that goose is supposed to, he's what they call a radio intercept officer so he's basically yeah. just like keeping an eye on the radar and like radio mm-hmm. ki- like it, he's a second pair of eyes and he's, he's, he's not he shouldn't have to be the mountain spotter no <laughs> <laughs> I should full on go with that. And then uh, they drop below the hard deck to get the kill. Yep. So they immediately break that rule, like you said. And then Maverick is so excited that he got the kill that he asks for permission to buzz the tower, at which point the air traffic controller says, that's a negative, our patterns are full, which means that there are airplanes around, <laughs> and Maverick does a flyby anyway. Like... Which he had already gotten in trouble for in the past. Mm. Like he's five been, times yes, they he, said he has five been told <laughs> not to do this <laughs> many times, and he thinks it's cute that he yeah. keeps being declined to do this, even though wh- why are you asking and doing this thing anyway? They're telling you no. Why are you here? <laughs> why yeah. are you allowed There's back? Other places for you to go for this, right? <laughs> This is the military. This is like the number one thing they beat out of you as soon as possible, which is you're like, tee hee hee, I break the rules. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't accept this behavior from a friend. Absolutely. Like, Rebecca, if you came over here and you were like, is it okay if I leave an upper decker in your bathroom? And I was like, no. And then you did it. For a second time, <laughs> I wouldn't be like, oh, Rebecca, she is the best at podcasting. She is the best at <laughs> Like, I just couldn't, I wouldn't be able to ignore you ending a good podcast session by leaving an upper decker in celebration. Like, there's That's just the, nothing I... Well, if I ever want to quit, I know how I'm doing I'll tell you that. <laughs> Uh, that's, that's in the notebook. Okay. Highway <laughs> to the danger zone. <laughs> I just hear that song playing in the bathroom, and I'm like, oh, no, it's over, huh? Just it taking is over. a dump in the top of the tank. <laughs> <laughs> Won't know until he flushes after she's gone. <laughs> Oh, uh, but then he gets he gets hauled into the office after that first flight and gets reamed out. In which case, uh, Viper, the the head instructor, yeah. says explicitly, "Great name for the head instructor." Great, by great terrific. He oh, says, "That's got to be my code name yeah. somewhere. I'm using it." <laughs> and he says explicitly, "I wrote this down because it's so important." He goes, "Rules exist for your safety and the safety of the team. Obey them or leave." Which is not just like a. Hey man, that's some good flying out yeah. there. Uh, but you know, we got these rules that we all just gotta follow. So just you know, play ball. This is you have fucked up so much. Oh yeah. These 
like this Funny, or you're out. If we if we word mapped this movie, okay, if we word mapped this movie, okay, safety would be the third word after danger and zone. Okay. hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. They drop it so much in this they movie. Do. It is every safety, 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 safety. He does not learn this lesson. No. At ever. no point. At no ever. point. <laughs> Ever. Not it's even the, by the end of the movie it's does the he learn this It's the only lesson to learn. Yeah. <laughs> it's and, the only one. And then after he leaves, uh, Viper asks Jester, the other instructor, yeah. and this, this line kills me. He goes, he's, a, he's like rebellious, but would you go into war with him? And Jester goes, I just don't know. Like, this is supposed yeah. to be the top of the top. Like, that should be a 100% definitive answer. Would I go into to war with the best pilot from this squadron? Yes, 100%. That's why you're here, to become better, not just, <laughs> yeah, you need the con- you need the team confidence. I think yeah. is is very important in the military. Give me Iceman anytime. Oh yes, yes. <laughs> he the Maverick as a character is acting like he's in a spy movie, but it's a pilot movie. Like, this is a behavior I would accept if this was a movie about, like, spy school, where it's like, you didn't report in on time. He's like, when you've been dropped behind enemy lines, I'm alone, I can't count on anyone, and I get the results. Like, this is something I would accept from, like, a rogue agent spy. Sure. Not someone who's like, we all need to fly in a perfect V made out of a trillion dollars or everyone explodes. That is a bad time for someone to be like, I'm a rogue. That's the thing, is that a lot of these we like at least 50% of this movie if not 75% of this movie is drills yeah this isn't like this isn't like oh we have an emergency that i need to deal with it's like these are drills the only thing you can lose here is not being the best it, you yeah you Jesus. might learn something and his <laughs> yes. ego, his ego cannot handle no, it no yeah. can't, way can't too deal with it needs to be the best they they pepper in that his dad's gone and he has no family and that's why this is okay apparently yeah. I, I I don't know the whole dad yeah and and to that point like talking about his dad Goose says to him at one point he sits him down and he goes every time you're flying it's like you're flying against a ghost yeah and it makes me nervous yes and that's your best friend that's, that's your his best friend that's your best friend that's the guy who's been flying with you yeah the longest and he is nervous Mm -hmm. every time he goes up in the air with you. Like this guy shouldn't be flying. No, this guy's the most charming character. Goose is goose is the best. Love love goose. Everybody loves Loves goose. Goose. (laughs) Everybody. (laughs) Iceman was right. Everybody Everybody loves goose. Goose. He's even, he's married to, um, uh, Meg Ryan. Meg Ryan, and I yeah. still like him. <laughs> okay, it's oh, amazing. you don't like Meg Ryan? I don't love Meg Ryan. I'm going to be honest with you. Right. I did not realize that she was in this. When she came into yeah. the room, when when she randomly shows up on yeah. screen, I was like, fuck, Meg Ryan's in this. I yeah, forgot yeah. that she was in here. I will say I love When Harry Met Sally. That is that, that's a great. That's a very good movie. That's a good. I'll, I'll get behind a Meg Ryan in, yeah, in that. Yeah, I, I have nothing inherently against Meg Ryan, but I can't think of anything well, other than when like, Harry met Sally that, that I enjoy her. Is, is Angels. She's like a. She's kind of like a Justin Long to me, where I look at her and I'm like, I don't know why you're here. Like, oh. how did you? How did you, you get well, here? Why, why do you? It, it's like it's not like I really dislike you. I'm just like um. I I don't know how this happened. Okay. If that makes sense. Right. Yeah, no, that makes perfect yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah you're, you're cautious. You're a star because I've been told you're one. Yeah. But, mm. but, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. Okay. She doesn't blow me away. That's okay. all I'm saying. Yeah. 
All right. Like coming home and just finding a cat on your porch. You're like, I'm not mad about this, yeah. but who are you? Yeah. Why, 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 <laughs> are, you why are you here? I, I, have nothing to, I have nothing for you. Yes. Why are you here? <laughs> why are you starring in this blockbuster movie with Tom Hanks? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 100%. That's all Get out of here. <laughs> yeah. So to go back to teamwork for a second. Mm. So yep. Maverick has none and does not understand the value of it. Yes. And at the end of this movie, the thing that kills, I forget which pilots or, or whatever plane, the one that was like flying with Iceman against the MiGs at first. Yes. Yeah, Hollywood, I think. Why do Hollywood. I know this? Yeah, Hollywood. <laughs> Hollywood. The thing that gets Hollywood killed that almost gets everyone killed when they're fighting the MiGs is that the Russians are very good at teamwork. They communicate and fly in a formation so tight that Radar thought it was two planes when it was five. That's how good they are at team. Teamwork is the thing that kills, literally murders one of one of their, or no, that they it does they show get, them float, float to, yeah. yeah, they do eject, but takes down one of their planes. Teamwork is what does it. And Tom Cruise never really learns the lesson of teamwork. No. No. At no um, point does he learn any lesson. Okay. Hey. And if I, I, I don't know if this is, this is accurate or not, but I'm pretty sure it is. Does anybody else think it's fucking weird that he keeps Goose's tags? Yeah, that yes. should go to his that, wife. That absolutely should yes. go to his wife. And then he throws them into the ocean. Like a dick. <laughs> I was blown away by that that was absolutely insane yeah yeah why that did they you... are supposed to go to his wife yes yeah i, I believe, I, believe I, be- so. I, I believe that is the chain of command I mean, here there, there's a chance maybe his wife was like you should keep these but we didn't see that and she should have them and if you're done with them she Don't should definitely throw have them, them into the Not ocean, the, ocean <laughs> the place where he died you know <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) And it's not like he ever had a line of like, as they were on the ship looking out where he's like, ah, the ocean. I've always loved it. I could spend forever. Like, there's no reason to toss the symbol of him into the ocean. Yeah, like it's not like a cell phone or something where you're quitting your job. Yeah. It's not the same thing. It's not. Well, and I guess maybe we should talk about the accident with Goose. Because one thing that bothers me is is it, everyone says it wasn't his fault. Fault. So, so the accident was he's him and Iceman are flying together. Yeah, uh, Maverick thinks he's got the shot. He's asking Iceman to get out of the way, and he's not because he just needs more time. And then he f- Maverick flies into Iceman's jet wash. The engine mm-hmm. flames out, and he goes into a flat spin, and they have to eject. Goose hits the ceiling, yeah. the the cockpit, and dies. I felt, and everyone says that's not your fault. You you yeah. couldn't have known. Well, they that, cleared them in the the boardroom or whatever. Which, yeah. by the way, had to be the quickest. Uh, uh, I wanted to touch on that. I was yeah. like, is this 24 hours later? This is the fastest investigation I've ever seen in my goddamn life. Right. That's I've a, never, this isn't how the government works. That's a billion dollar aircraft. They yes. haven't even fished it out of the ocean yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, they figured out that it's not, not your, your fault. fault. <laughs> and it doesn't it feel like it was his fault? Yes. Yes. At, at one point, after the trial and everything is over, I think Maverick's nest, next line of dialogue is uh, when he's hanging out with, uh, what's Charlie. her name? Uh, Charlie. He's hanging out with Charlie. His next line of dialogue is, 
I feel like I might be responsible. Yeah. And just like, I, I cried laughing. When it went from pure tragedy, him crying, talking mm. to Goose's wife, the trial, and then the next line of dialogue is, I can't help but feel like I might be, might, motherfucker, <laughs> is. Might, might be responsible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I was Yeah, he furious. said it again one other time. He goes, maybe, uh, maybe it was my fault. Like, he just, like, whispers of, it to of himself. It and I'm was. like, yeah, bitch. <laughs> yes. Well, and I think they needed to lean on that much harder, where you could have someone like Iceman being like, yeah, the 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 tr- the uh, investigation found that you weren't at fault, but we all know you shouldn't have been flying that close. We yeah. all know, like, that's why... There's, guy, they, there's they, why there's regulations as to how far apart to keep our aircraft. Because, of course there are. This isn't the first time anyone's figured out that maybe you shouldn't fly behind a jet. They basically <laughs> found him like technologically not at fault, but yeah. they were like, we've looked at the numbers and it turns out you're not at fault for how hot air works. You're relieved, <laughs> Maverick. Like, yeah. they, At no point did they talk to his behavior or the fact that in that scene, Iceman's like, I got this one. And then moments afterwards, Maverick's like, no, you don't. And chases his butt into the scene. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. He did this. So yeah, even if he got off on a technicality and that's what allows him to like get back into service Mm -hmm. so quickly, it should have been like, this should, this should weigh on you morally. And it should be that Iceman wouldn't forgive him. It should. Because that's the sort of thing that he shouldn't forgive. He should feel something from some character. Okay. Somebody, anybody should have stepped up one person at least. Okay. And I was thinking his wife. <laughs> yeah. I was like, uh, if I'm his wife, I'm taking a swing at a minimum in, in the heat of the moment. Okay. Whether he did it or not, whether whatever, whatever they tell me, yeah. I'm, I'm going to act out emotionally. Like somebody, you counted to. on him to keep your husband yes, safe. Even if it is legit, not his to fault. Act out emotionally yeah. here. It seems like they breezed over, not breezed over. It is the main point of the movie that this guy dies. Like this is a very yeah. important and critical plot point. Okay. But it really does feel like all of the characters around him breeze over. Like they glaze it like, Oh, this happened. At a lot of points, the people are just like, Oh, you know, this just happens. Sometimes it happens. And I'm like, I don't think it happens during drills a lot. I could be mistaken, but I don't think a lot of people are dying on military bases by accident. Yeah, I mean, well, there are training accidents. Oh, certainly. That that certainly happens, and, you know, especially when you're flying like that. But, yeah, I I really think Iceman should have been, like, like flat out to his face being like, I was telling you that you're a danger to the rest of the team. The way that you're flying got your friend killed. And that's like, I I, I think that's that's a time when Iceman should lose his cool because I think that would be like... But I love that the villain in this movie was so nice that we're giving him plot points where he should have been meaner. Exactly. We're like, you should have dug in more, man. Like this, your your problem was, was you weren't mean enough. Right. You should have maybe gone behind his back at one point and been like, He's not fit to fly. Yeah. You know, like... I, I feel like if he had have said that to Maverick, Maverick would have driven his car through an indoor mall. <laughs> like, he would have <laughs> lost it. In in a debriefing, at one point, Charlie, went, during, like, the, the simulation, mm-hmm. Charlie was like, that worked, but was slightly irresponsible. And he drove his motorcycle away huffy like a boy who had his baseball taken. Oh, yeah. If Iceman was like, you are even partially responsible for your best friend dying, 
Maverick would never be seen again. But he would have had to grow as a character is the other thing, exactly. right? Like, that would have actually, like, been which, some sort of redemption. Which is something I believe his character is legitimately incapable of. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of characters were like that. Like, uh, have you either of you rewatched uh, Star Wars at all lately? Oh, yes. <laughs> Mark Hamill is so whiny. He is a whiny little bee. the first, like, half hour of that movie, I was like... I didn't remember it being this bad. He is a little bitch. He's a whiny little bee. It changes <laughs> yeah. fairly quickly yeah. because he's also like a blank slate of a boy. Mm-hmm. But he's, oh yeah. But I was like amazed by how whiny they make him off the top. I forgot that that was a thing. And it really felt like that a little bit to me. Whereas, the, whereas this character, whereas he grew, like Luke grows as a character. Right. Uh, and, and this character Maverick stays. just a... is like, well, this is who I am. <laughs> He decides to become a teacher for a reason that has not been a pl- of plot relevance yes. at all. I mean, other than maybe he gets to go hang out with Charlie? Maybe. Maybe, but that doesn't feel like it's the no. conclusion to his arc. No. Like, no. When, Goose, when Goose dies, at no point during that scene where he's holding Goose's bleeding body in the, in the ocean did I think... Man, I hope he becomes a teacher. Like at no oh, point did that, I think yeah. that was the conclusion to this film. That really, really bothered me because I was like, "This man that doesn't like rules is gonna be a teacher now." That's that's your na- this is the natural progression of this person. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah, it's insane. You could put this guy in a classroom. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> well, yeah, and there's another point where they're in class and Charlie criticizes something that he did. And she goes, you weren't really, you weren't thinking when you did this. And he goes, you don't have time to think up there if you think you're dead. Mm -hmm. And I'm pretty sure the point of this school is to make you think about these things. That's the whole point of simulations and drills (laughs) is so that you think about scenarios before before they they occur. Yeah, 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 that's what they're trying to teach you there, there, champ. Yeah, Although in saying that, I would love to watch a remake now of Top Gun where it is just literal simulations. It's just them like with computers practicing because that is a very different movie and I think I would heavily enjoy that. As a comedy spinoff, great. Or as (laughs) Top Gun 2, Tom Cruise is the instructor, and he's hated the past 20 years of his career, and is very mad at these kids for relying on technology, and he's like, you can't simulate the real thing. That actually might be the sequel. Yeah, they could do that. Well, it's ha- you know there's Are they a, there's a, there's a, there's a Top Gun sequel coming out in 2020, starting Tom Cruise as one of the instructors. So that shot the front door. Yeah. What? Yeah, 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 yeah. What would it? Oh, uh, we're gonna we're gonna have to I think it's like, that. I think it's like new cast, right? But yeah. then like Tom Cruise is like, nah, remember the I, old movie, Wink and Nod? And I guarantee you Michael Ironside will still be there because oh, that man so. will we're, never stop playing military. I think they'll pepper characters. in a little Val Kilmer. I wouldn't be surprised would, to a get cameo? a little touch. Quick cameo? Quick, quick. Got to make cameo? Quick. You know what I want to see? I want to see a 747 pulling up to like an air, like like a, a civilian airport and mm. just a fat Val Kilmer getting out in a pilot suit that doesn't quite fit him. Oh, yeah. He would do it, too. I feel like he'd be game for that. Yeah. I think, I think he's a man that might have a sense of humor. <laughs> I think he does. I don't know if either of you ever watched Psych. 
but he was in no. the season. He was in the series finale of Psych. Just this year. Just this because it kept being like a running. They they brought up uh, Val Kilmer a lot in that show, That's and in the great. series finale, he he played a cop who's always been just out of frame for the entirety of the show. That's so like for funny. the entirety of the show, they would like yell off frame at like a random cop to go get uh-huh. something. And we'd never see that cop. And then at the end of the series, it was Val Kilmer, Kilmer. like sitting at a desk slightly out of frame. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that's which, great. That's which, what I like. Yeah, that I'm like, that's fun. That's that fun that alone was enough for me to be like, you're doing all right, Val. Yeah. yeah. You know what? I feel the same way about, um, oh, what's his, the singer that did uh, all this stuff with, um, uh, what did they call The Lonely Island? Oh, yeah. Oh, um, um, Michael uh, Bolton. Michael Bolton. There we go. After, I was, I was about to be like Andy Samberg. After he did all songs, but... like, that made me respect him. I was like, you're funny. Like, this is this is funny that you can... That you you're self aware enough to laugh at yourself. That you made get me it. yeah. You get it. You yeah. understand what's happening. I love that shit. Love it. The world needs more self aware people. I think yeah. so. Yeah, I think so. Absolutely. I can't believe they're doing a sequel to this. Oh yeah. <laughs> I can't we believe, are running I, I out of ideas. I can't believe we accidentally wrote what may be the sequel to this. I mean, not got, knowing that there was a sequel with Tom Cruise. I think they should make it a like, comedy though. Absolutely. Part of me was like, but. Yeah, no, you know there's a... Si- like, I did you not have, know. I had no I idea. Did yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, did not know there was a sequel. It actually came... I was looking up the IMDb for it, like, yeah. and just when I opened the app, it was like, what we know about Top Gun, whatever the sequel is. Oh. And I'm, just, I'm like, oh, shit. All right, so... We, Top Gun Maverick is what it's called. Top Gun... Oh, oh wow. All right, so okay. he's the star. Okay. Yeah. Deep uh, cuts. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. I know we were goofing a moment ago. I can <laughs> damn near... Gar- Kilmer is in it. Yes. Oh. Yes. Mwah. Yes. Mwah. Yes. Chef's kiss. Yes, yes. I take back any bad thing I said about you, Val Kilmer. I love you. I can damn near guarantee that the plot of this movie is going to be an anti-technology, anti-younger people plot line, where it's going to oh, be Tom yeah, Cruise yeah. as the pilot instructor getting mad at the reliance on simulations and technology and be like, nothing Nothing can replace the feeling of being in the air. That's funny. And a bunch of like young pilots being like, you're going to fly an F-15? You mean that ancient relic? And he's going to go up in old planes and take them down in like new shit and show them to be like, your technology and simulations can never replace yeah. the That's real so feeling. And Pilot thing. versus drone. And I think, I, I think a, you, a it's great gonna, yeah, metaphor actually, for what's happening right now. Yeah, yeah actually. Our, our real lives. I that, think it's the only way to explain the Canadian website we have for our government <laughs> is that a bunch of 70-year-olds designed yeah. it and they don't know how to do it. Yeah, and they're <laughs> they're very angry that this exists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, they're really uh, going against the grain. Yeah. How can we make this harder? It, it's going to be a boomer versus millennial movie. It's yes. going to be the implicit uh, theme of this yeah, to be uh, like, you've never made a better generation than mine. <laughs> that's going to be the theme of Top Gun Well, 2. they're playing to their audience. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Those are the people that will go see that. Calling it. Just putting that out there in the universe. I think. Just putting that out there. I mean, I think there's. I wouldn't bet against you on that. No, yeah. that's because, okay. yeah. because if there's one thing we've determined over the course of this podcast, it's that Maverick is and will remain a piece of shit. And I feel like compl- this the movie I'm describing is the natural continuation of a piece of shit who aged into an old piece of yeah. shit in a power position. Someone who has never suffered any consequences other yeah. than his own supposed guilt. And yep. losing his best friend. Yeah. And learn nothing. Learn nothing. 
Because what does he do? So at the end of it, he ends up saving Iceman and everyone because yeah. of those five megs or whatever. He basically goes up and shoots down all of them. Um, and then what does he do in celebration of this? He, he buzzes yep. the tower. Buzzes the tower, yeah. <laughs> but he gets this one, Craig, because he earned it. <laughs> For some reason. But they didn't allow it. No, but I think <laughs> in his head, no. that's what's going on. Yeah. He's like, you know what? I damn did it. <laughs> and this is, this is my thing. This is my calling card. Like, people have died. Like, yeah. he murdered people that day. And they don't know if they safely recovered no, the other pilots no, no. yet. And he's no. like, let's do a buzz by the tower. Yeah. And also, how did that not start World War Three? Yeah. How? Yeah. How? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You shot down three, by the way. I think five, and the sixth one, no, they shot down four, Four. and the fifth one flew away. Right. That's clearly, like, one Russian, because they're the new MiGs that they didn't know how to fight against. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, like, they're not going to give, like, Iran the, like. The new shit. The new Mm -hmm. shit. You get that hand-me-down shit. Right. It was implied that they were in enemy territory because the ship had yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, not, they're not in their space. Yeah, they're not in their space. So no. you have uh, U.S. fighter pilots intruding Soviet airspace during the Cold War and shooting yeah. down. And sorry, I don't think that's and, and I could War be III. wrong, but I don't think any. I, I don't find a Russian going back believable. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> you're like, I don't. You're I, like, like that fifth one oh, stays. Oh, I don't know who's in charge of that country at the time, but I'm not going back. Right. <laughs> tell right. you that. Right. Yeah, you're, you're you're fighting to the death. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And especially when you have a one-on-one chance. Like, Kilmer's damaged. It's just just, uh, Maverick that has a working plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, granted, that fifth MiG, you're flying it, you're like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck at this Mm -hmm, point. But mm -hmm, still, mm -hmm. like, you've you've got a shot. You've got a one-on-one shot. Yeah, I don't think I'm going back. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I'd go (laughs) all in as well. Yes. Yeah. No, I'm a coward. I would run away in the first second. To go back to Russia? (laughs) 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 Ah, That's true. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, if we're going back someplace else, sure. Yeah, I'll head back in a heartbeat. I'm not saying I'm a fucking hero. I'm just saying I would rather not go back to Russia. (laughs) That's true. This, Yeah, this does uh, depend on a reality in which I became a fighter pilot in Soviet Russia. Yes. (laughs) Maybe I'd be a different guy, but I'd definitely run. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, know yourself, Craig. That's good. That's important. Uh, and also in that last fight scene, Iceman, the fact that Iceman survives as long as he does shows that he's the best goddamn pilot in the world. Yes. Like that, the other plane blows up and Iceman doesn't alone. come out right. He doesn't come out with the team, does he? Right he doesn't. Like he, he comes they, out like a couple minutes later. Yeah. 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 Like he comes he out the, when like shit's going down. Yeah. Right? You yeah. know what I mean? They lose a plane. So they're like, we got to send him out there. This guy's been, he's been alone for yeah, a few he's minutes. Been, he's been fighting off it. five MIGs yes. and does it like with, taking some damage but does it and then maverick shows up and basically just bats clean up as people try to as migs try to shoot the limping Iceman who still makes it away into the sunset like that is incredible that maverick is like i did great and people are like you just shot took pot shots at a bunch of migs who were trying to finish off Iceman, and no one could because the man is unkillable <laughs> yes yeah, he's great. Although yeah. I would have, I would have loved a little ice, ice baby, at a moment. I know I don't think those those timelines line up. But no, they it, do. Yeah, it, it, it would have been. It would have been cut. great. That's yeah. your cut. 
Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Pepper me into that the the scene where I'm just saying yeah, bud, and then <laughs> and then uh, and then add a little ice ice baby, and I think that's a perfect movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Top Gun two, baby. There's still time. Yeah. <laughs> I had to write them a letter. Yeah, as I well th- you should. I think I have something to contribute. Can we talk about the volleyball scene real quick? Yeah, <laughs> I think we. I think we. I don't can think we, we can leave this without. We, we gotta, yeah, yeah. We gotta, I think we only just barely brushed past it earlier. Yeah. Um. Tom Cruise is wearing jeans. Yeah, yeah. I ha- it's what? upsetting. It's upsetting. The so much. hell is that? We, we we've all played volleyball before, yes. Yeah, we, yeah. We, we we've done that. Um, yeah. I'm gonna say nearly impossible in jeans. Yes, it, it's it's not a jean sport. No, you know what is especially impossible? Not just volleyball, but beach volleyball. Yes. <laughs> I'm gonna go so far as to say. I can't think of a sport that's a gene sport. <laughs> okay, so do we have theories Swimming? on no. why his legs needed to be covered? <sighs> Does he have weird chicken legs that Tom Cruise is, like, self-conscious mm. about? Is it like a... An actor thing, maybe? Some Scientology rule we don't know about or something? They're not allowed to show their legs in films? Yeah, I don't know what... Is I mean, there I any th- films where uh, Tom Cruise has shown his, a lot of his legs? Oh, no, there is, yeah, because of uh, fucking Risky Business. That's all. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. all leg, there's baby. A, there's that's all, all, leg. Leg. all leg. That's all leg. I don't all know leg. what the ge- who made this gene decision. The, I'm, I'm telling you, they they knew what they were doing. <laughs> Here's like <laughs> no, like because just in terms of like homoeroticism, they were like sweaty guy in jeans is like has got to be like a trope. It's got to be a thing, maybe. I guess that's it's something. Like, but there was like, like one of the it's like the sixth village person. Yeah. It was like a, one guy was wearing sweatpants, one guy was wearing jeans, one guy well, was wearing short. I was like, what, what was doubly upsetting about it to me is that if everyone's wearing something different and weird, maybe it was an impromptu beach volleyball yeah, game. They were leaving, sure. they walked yes. past Annette and it was like, ah, I bet you can. And it was like, oh, I'll show you. And then shit breaks out. Yeah. But all of them had their wrists and hands wrapped professionally like they had all prepared for a volleyball game that day. They were all wearing like kinetic like tape around their wrists and hands. All of them were wrapped up like a boxing match. Like they came with medical tape to play to play some goddamn volleyball. And some of them chose denim. <laughs> Tom Cruise popped off his shirt, kept the jeans on, and then like wrapped his arms and hands yeah. so he wouldn't hurt he would be better prepared for volleyball. That doesn't it just doesn't go to can you insane. imagine breezing by somebody's closet and they're like, oh no, those are my volleyball jeans. <laughs> Those are my volleyball <laughs> jeans. That's what they're for. Oh, God. Ooh, I ac- so I accidentally uh, climbed uh, the gross, gross grind in uh, Vancouver. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I accidentally did that in jeans. What? Uh, yeah, because I was like, oh, I've never done this before. It's like, it's like, what kind of hike? I know it's up a mountain, but like, what kind of hike is right. it? Like, is it something where I need to wear shorts? Or can I wear like jeans? Because it's going to be like a more casual walk right yeah and, the, and someone's like oh no you'll be fine in jeans i was like okay so it's probably going to be pretty chilly and like mm-hmm. we'll be hiking mm-hmm. more than climbing and i get there and it's like straight up and i'm sweating and like those it was the most uncomfortable situation Ew, that's i've ever something similar not not like an event but i uh i was in france and uh my boyfriend's like oh do you want to go for like a little like a little walk like a little trek 
And I was like, well, how little are we talking? He's like, oh, just like a small one, nothing big. And I was like, okay, well, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna wear jeans. Then. Like, I, I, all I own is jeans, essentially. Like, mm. I have tons of jeans and then like a couple pairs of sweatpants. Um, so he's like, yeah, 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 no problem, no problem. Um, it was like we were in the mountains, okay, <laughs> for over three hours. <laughs> Yeah, three hours. That. It was so bad that we got down to the beach and I just I didn't have a swimsuit or anything. I just took my pants off and just stood in my underwear on the beach for a few minutes because I needed to air out. OK, I don't know if I've talked about this a lot on the podcast, but I am a baseline, very sweaty, 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 sweaty person. OK, I am very gross. OK, people have recommended overnight deodorant to me. OK, you do not tell me little track <laughs> when it's going to be three hours. <laughs> It was an issue. <laughs> that was also what made me mad because I know what it is to be ex- to exercise in jeans. I was like, this is impossible. Yeah, this is not it's voluntary. It's not a breathable fabric. It's not voluntary. Like, there's no way. <laughs> I can't, yeah, I can't think of it. The only thing I can, not a single sport Dude, I can think of. This was, and this was before, this was before, like, the, the movement of, like, jeggings and yeah. Yeah. stretchable yeah, there jeans. Yeah, no, there was no stretch. These are, like, hard Levi's, you know what I mean? And like, then he had the nerve to show up to Charlie's house and was like, do you mind if I take a shower? Which uh, is the weirdest thing late. to do upon arrival to anyone's home ever. Well, yeah, and just showing up that sweaty to any to any sort of social occasion is yeah. insane. You bring an extra shirt like I do, yeah. okay, like a person. Because <laughs> that wasn't a sexy may I shower. I think if she had said yes, he legitimately wanted to take a quiet shower alone before he joined her. Yes. I don't think that was a sexual invitation. No, no, no. That was like a 15-minute in the <clears throat> yeah. fucking... Well, I don't know how long it takes for men to shower, but I assume... <laughs> and, yeah. and even if it was sexual... After working out a long time in denim is not a good time to have a sexy shower. No, oh, well, like chafe. imagine chafe after chafe that city. three, yeah, chafe that, city, uh, that three-hour mountain hike, Ooh. you went back and was like, "I'm gonna take a shower." Wink. Yeah. No. And then screamed no. from the rash <laughs> <laughs> when the water hit my body. <laughs> he also then rides a motorcycle to her place too, which certainly couldn't help with the chafing. At one point, they were dr- for sure drunk driving a motorcycle down a pier. And I was so upset. They were out drinking all night with uh, with uh, Goose and his oh, wife. Yeah. All day. It was daytime when they started drinking. Daytime it cuts drunk. to night drunk. And she's holding on to him on the back of his motorcycle, neither of them wearing helmets, drunk driving a motorcycle down a pier. <laughs> and at that point, I'm like, you are both fucking idiots you're irresponsible you're reckless with your own lives and yeah. public safety he's living in the danger zone baby oh. that's where he hangs out that's where he <laughs> resides that's why he's gotta go down that highway so often <laughs> the highway leads to a pier where you yeah. can drunk drive you, without the, without that song though i believe that this movie would not be uh, nearly as popular uh, I, I think agree. it really i, I think, think it, it adds really something. adds add mm-hmm. some pepper to this yeah. film I'll tell you. It's going to be stuck in my head for a while, for sure. Oh, yeah. It's like a Disney movie, man. It's going to be in there for a bit, (laughs) for a fucking minute. God damn it. And I think that pretty much does it for uh, Top Gun. And uh, now it's time to uh, rate that villain, uh, the part of the show where we give our definitive rankings of how good that villain was. Uh, Rebecca, what do you got? Oh, I got a um, from uh, friend zone to danger zone. I've got them at a touch and a tit. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, a little, little tit touch. 
little elbow. Yeah, a little action. in, you're out. Yeah. Um, probably wasn't wanted, but, uh, you know, here we are. Yeah. All right. Nice. <laughs> what nice. about you, Greg? Uh, okay. So uh, on a scale of uh, vanilla ice to ice cube. Oh, good uh, one. I going love on it. the I ice scale, yes. I'm going to give... Uh, I'm going to give Iceman uh, a full ice cube tray in the freezer because clearly someone was responsible enough to refill that shit. <laughs> and isn't it kind of nice? That's the kind of villain. That's just, wow. Thank you for having this in our household. That's what I'm saying. You know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, how about you, Andrew? Do you have one? Uh, yeah, I would say uh, on, a, on, on, a, on a scale of airplanes, on a, on a scale of, uh, of, of Wright Brothers to a, a MiG, uh, I give it a uh, a solid commercial jetliner. Just nice. uh, I, I meant just a responsible, will get it done, reliable, <laughs> low failure weight rate. You know, just just yeah. a commercial jetliner. Yeah, man, you want your old uh, Boeing seven 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 or an A Airbus A three eighty? That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, baby, zero fatalities. Responsible. Those were all words I understood. <laughs> um. <laughs> responsible. <laughs> It's right. a responsible plan. Yeah. And as always, you can find us, uh, you know, at uh, at VWR Podcast on Twitter or at uh, our Gmail account, that is. VillainWasRight at gmail.com. Uh, we're also on Facebook at uh, VillainWasRight. Yes. Um, Craig deals with all of our emails. <laughs> I don't know if you can tell. I throw it to him every episode. Yeah. I'm like, and our email is. It's the name of the podcast, <laughs> Rebecca. <laughs> uh, God damn it. And of course, you can always uh, hop onto iTunes and uh, subscribe. Um, and I, also, if you could, it really helps us out to uh, give us a review and a rating. Just a quick one sentence review really helps us out. Uh, but there's also another fantastic way that you can help our podcast. Whoop, whoop. Yeah, uh, we've been nominated for a Canadian Podcast Award uh, for Best uh, New Podcast in 2018. Um, so if you are a Canadian podcaster, you can uh, go on Canadian Podcaster Awards. Uh, I think it's .ca or .com. I don't know. Google. We it's all just really Google. easy to sign up. They didn't, uh, <laughs> they didn't check my qualifications yeah. at all. <laughs> uh, and you can vote vote for us for uh, Best New Coming, uh, Best Debut Podcast. Um, but we're also nominated in People's Choice. So if you're just a regular uh, listener, you can uh, log on there as well and also throw us a vote. So that'd be much appreciated. Uh, we're going to win this shit. Yeah. <laughs> Award winning <laughs> podcast. Pew, 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 pew. Gun noises. So, so bad. Um, and now it's time for the heroes or villains of the week. What do we, what do we, what do you got for us this week, Greg? Uh, I got a, another hero for us. Another this hero. Week. Uh, what, do you, what do you got for us? This I, week? I'm gonna say hero, but okay. it's it, this, it's one person who's also both. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I'm gonna I'm gonna put him in hero category okay. today. And I, I've got a villain, so uh, what do, what are we feeling? Uh, let's, let's end nice, maybe. All right, yeah, all right, okay. Yeah, I'll go for I'll go for mine. I'll go for mine. Uh, just because I I don't know why what prompted me to think of this, but uh, well, I think because you know Goose dies and it's very traumatic. Um, I my villain of uh, this week is going to be myself for almost killing myself. Oh no! <laughs> I will briefly tell you about the time that I almost died. <laughs> uh, one time I was in, this was like uh, you know several years ago or whatever, but I was in. Um, Oh, where was I? I was in uh, Punta Cana, okay? And you know how they have uh, the ocean and they have the, the flags and they tell you whether you should go in or not. So they have, yeah. like, you know, like a green flag day. That means go. Red flag day. Don't go in, right? So this is red flag day. And, you know, I've, 
I'm indestructible. I think I'm amazing. Uh, I'm a phenomenal human being. You're Maverick. I am Maverick, baby. This rules is what, don't yeah, apply it really, to me. It really was that, where I'm like, the rules do not apply to me. I do not need to follow safety precautions or anything like that. So I show up to the ocean. It's the first day there, so I want to get in the ocean. I love swimming. Um, but it's crazy, right? It's like, it's the, the waves are huge, okay? But I'm watching the locals swim, as, as, as you do. <laughs> and I say, hey, I could do that. I can do that, right? So I start watching them, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to do that. Because at the time, I was a pretty strong swimmer. I love swimming. Um, so I get in there, and I'm actually doing it. Like, I'm, I'm crushing these waves. I'm, I'm diving under them. I'm getting out there. I'm getting out there. I get pretty far out, okay? Like, I get pretty far out. Um, so I turn around, and I'm like, I'm waving at my friends. I'm showboating. I'm like, da-da-da-da-da-da, did it. <laughs> you can't do this. I can do this. Um, and then I see them all yelling at me. And I was like, oh, my God. And they're like, you turn around. Like, they're screaming at me to turn around. And I turn around, and there's a waves that huge, like huge, like twice the size of me, and so close to me that I can't do anything to, to help this situation, right? So I dive as far as I can down, but it catches me, right? So I'm down there. I don't know how long. Your, your concept of time goes out the window, right? But right. long enough to go, I'm, I might die. Like, this actually might be... Because I'm running out of air, right? And when they tell you, like, you, all these things run through your head... No, I was just screaming, fuck, the whole time. That's the only word that was going through my head is, fuck, 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 fuck. I'm going to die. I'm going to die. On my own... Like, because of me, right? I'm like a piss. You're not an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> So eventually the, the wave releases me and I pop up, right? And luckily it's pushed me towards the shore. Like I'm getting closer and not farther, which is very good. Okay, that's yeah. very important. But I'm, <laughs> this is where I'm, so, I'm such a dumb person. I pop up and I see like, like there's like, uh, there's got to be five locals like swimming to it because they're like, this woman is going to die, right? On our resort. So they're swimming towards me and I'm so embarrassed that I tell them, no, no, I'm fine. I am not fine. No. Right. Like, no, no, I'm fine. I'm fine, right? Another wave hits me. I get shot up onto the beach so much that I cannot walk straight for about five minutes. I eventually get back, but only on my, like, just from being pushed up. And I swear to God, I swear to God, 15 minutes later, a guy's body washed up on shore. Good Jeez. God. Dead. Dead. Okay. Could, do, could not get him back up. Okay. And he was from one resort over because he thought he could do the same thing I thought I could do. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Almost killed myself. <laughs> so, moral of the story is... Do you think he saw you and was like, I got this? Oh, God, I hope not. <laughs> I hope not, too. Oh, God, I hope not. That and that's why I thought maybe I should start. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're glad you're not dead, Rebecca. Yay! I'll say that. I mean, day. I can't follow that, though. I'm also like, that's a closer of a story. <laughs> yeah, that should have been our closer. Oh, sorry. Like, that uh, is... How do I... My, I just felt like it was heavy. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, uh, I mean, you made it out. You yes, made it I out. did. I did make it out. There is, I will there say, is a dead person in the story, but you made was, it out. For about three weeks, I was pulling sand out of my ear. I've wow. never had so much sand in my body. In my, I was pulling it out of any hole that had me. Okay, like it was it was coming out. Just you, Rebecca was sandblasted. <laughs> I was sandblasted. <laughs> <laughs> and you were obviously wearing your denim that day, yes, as, of one course, does as one does. When you beach. go to the sandy beach for <laughs> athleticism. Listen, if you're a Canadian at the beach, you're wearing that classic that classic that uh, Canadian denim, swimsuit. <laughs> Just that denim, that rough denim on yes. skin, trying to get it sandblasted by the by the natural shores. That's what oh, I'm sure. about. 
Yeah, uh, we want to. Uh, mine was just a, a dumb, silly one that. Uh, <laughs> we'll stack up on two dumb, really, silly ones. Okay. Uh, a couple weeks ago, uh, so a few weeks back, it was uh, um, back during the holidays when it was Boxing Day uh, here in Canada, which I know the U.S. doesn't celebrate, but they still have a bunch of like sales at stores and shit. It was Boxing Day, and I was walking up to a Best Buy, and a guy in the passenger seat of an SUV, his I, I think wife was driving, Okay, they drive past a Best Buy, and he got out seamlessly and walked directly into the Best Buy without the vehicle stopping. Yo. And it was both impressive and scary at the same time. So, like, they slowed it down, but they were still going maybe, I'm going to say, like, five to ten yeah. like kilometers an hour. So, like, they were still, like, they it wasn't a stop. It was a decent cruise. It wasn't, like, a tuck and roll high speed, but it was fast enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they passed the front of the Best Buy, and I see the passenger door open, mm. and I hear presumably this guy's partner, wife, or whatever just be like, make it quick. And he goes, yep. And he takes like a skip step run out while like closing the door behind him in midair, and the car kept moving. You know what? Wow. I, I'm just gonna jump in just once. Uh, I think the most amazing part of that story is that anybody wants to go into a Best Buy. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> I also think that's the most incredible part of that story. There's a lot of challenges. That it ends that, in a Best Buy. Well, that's why you got to make it quick. The vehicle's always moving. You don't stop. You don't linger. The, the, you keep it moving. Yeah. It so, was Buck Wild, and I'm like, you're a weird dude, but you're my hero with how casually you can exit a moving vehicle as if it's part of your everyday errands. I want to be able to do that once before I die. Just like, yeah. just oh, yeah. somehow jump from a moving vehicle, but like train, like, so I'm not, you know, not yeah. going to hurt myself. <laughs> Even I, I want to do it, but I want it to be safe. safe. Well, I wanna, <laughs> like, I wanna, Ice, Iceman. He yeah. wants to do a dangerous thing responsibly. I want Iceman I want here. a stuntman to be like, this is what you got to do. This is yeah. how you roll as I talk. I want to run through it a couple of times. I want to do that. Kind of like a defensive driving course too, like where you get to ram shit. I, I really want to do that. Oh, yeah. Like, I didn't know that's a thing. I don't think you can like just sign up for it. I think like where they teach like uh, oh, you think like you secret gotta... agents and like oh. people who like do security how to like I thought evade. You meant, like, and... If you bang into enough cars, they'll send you there. No. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, how many cars do I got to hit <laughs> to get More. into this motherfucker? More. <laughs> Keep hitting them, Rebecca. Keep hitting them. Uh, yeah, so my hero for the week is also just a stupid, silly one. Uh, but basically what happened was I was trying to come up with all our heroes and villains. And I was like, oh, all of these are villains. I'm being a horribly negative person. Uh, yes. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? I'm going to spice it up a little bit. I'm going to try and think of something. So it occurred to me, um, uh, Postmodern Jukebox, uh, which is just a YouTube channel. And their stuff is also on Spotify and stuff. But basically, they just do like old school, like 50s or 60s covers of like modern pop hits and stuff like that. But they do it with like big si bands and oh, symphonies. That's cool. Yeah. And I they cannot take one more breathy single guitar, you know what I mean? It, breathy, like, oh, and I'm doing a cover. <laughs> I, I hate that so no. much. Oh, these big are big. band, I'm all about it. Yeah, I'm got, all about They that. got horns, they that's got cellos, they cover. got violins. Okay, I don't need to hear Sunday morning from another middle-aged white woman. Right. Okay, don't need it. Not a fan of the uke, huh? <laughs> uh, Getting a little bit tired <laughs> of the uke. <laughs> yeah, so they're, they're great. They make me happy. Uh, they just recently released uh, uh, one for I Feel It Still. Um, 
done in like sixties. Oh. Uh, so they got like three women singing. They got like a whole band going. But they've also got incredible ones for. Uh, 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 they've got a, one for Creep, which I think is one of the best covers I've ever heard. Dream On, um, Umbrella is fantastic. They've got like a guy singing it, and they also mm-hmm. have one um, uh, Bad Romance where they're just like tap dancing through the whole thing. It's fantastic. It brings me joy. Uh, check it out. They don't need my help, but uh, yeah, that, that's kind of my hero for the week. Made me happy. You're adorable, Greg. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that's it for the podcast. Yeah. Uh, Andrew, where can uh, people find you? Uh, people can find me uh, on the internet, on uh, on Twitter, at Ivamy, I-V-I-M-E-Y. And also, uh, you can hear me host uh, one of the other podcasts on this network, The Talk from Superheroes Podcasts, uh, where every week, uh, me and my co-host, Diana, we talk about a superhero movie or TV show. So check out talkfromsuperheroes.com or wherever you get your podcast, wherever you're listening to this right now, just search for Talk From Superheroes. Boom. And you can find me at Rebecca Reads on uh, a site of your choosing. Sweet. And you can find me at Craig Fay Comedy, Twitter, Facebook, all the rest, uh, CraigFay.com. And also you can catch me. Uh, I will be in Montreal on January 30th, uh, headlining a show called An Evening with Craig Fay because I'm there. And uh, if you want, and you're in Montreal and you want to grab tickets, uh, you can use the promo code JOKES. Uh, so if you just go to CraigFay.com, go to events, find the link to tickets, and you can use that promo code to get uh, half-price tickets. So hopefully I'll see some of you guys there. And um, that does it for us this week. So uh, thank you very much. Thank you so much. Bye. The Villain Was Right was produced by Andrew Ivamy for the From Superheroes Network. For more great podcasts like this, as well as YouTube series, webcomics, and so much more, visit FromSuperheroes.com.